What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Shut Up. Keep going. I'm Sydney Goodman. I'm Kate Franklin. And this is a podcast where we explore our internet curiosities. Yeah, sick. So I'm presenting today and we don't have to jump straight into the topic, but... I will say it's I'm doing it on an influencer. I think it's our oh. first our first influencer topic. Um, but he's very fascinating. Oh, I think I know who it is and I can't wait. Do you know? Do you actually know? Or you think I, I feel like you think I'm doing Jeremy Fragrance, who I'm not. Oh, it's not Jeremy. It's Fragrance. not Jeremy. Okay. It's Jeremy Fragrance adjacent. Like I feel like they exist in the same kind of wacky universe. Um it's this guy named Liver King. Oh, I can't wait. Yes. I feel like we're finally at the age where we're ready to talk about influencers in a in a elevated way and talk about how what they represent. I feel like we're finally like accepting that that is a major part of modern Our society. Life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that influencer culture is very interesting and I I say that as somebody who makes a living as an influencer, like that's part of my living. It's weird yeah. to identify and say, and actually that's something that I've talked a lot with my therapist about is like, I told her like, I really don't like the word influencer and like, it makes me really uncomfortable. And like, I have some shame around if people are like, Hey, what do you do for a living? Like I will literally say any other word than influencer, content creator, host producer, like granted host producer is much different than influencer, but um. It, I, something about the word but it, it is at its core it, they influence people it's true i've been influenced but i think i i will be really curious and i mean this is more conversation that we can have kind of at the end because that's kind of where i was hoping that this would this research would lead us is mm -hmm. just like right now i think it's like oh traditional celebrities and digital celebrities and that there is like still a very clear distinction between the two um but i feel like we're coming up on um on something if we haven't already where it's just like the nature of the celebrity is being redefined especially since mm -hmm. like the younger generation like just doesn't watch traditional media really yeah. there's certain things that transcend that but i'd say as a whole like um kids are watching youtube not tv yeah it's interesting it's true um but okay well we'll just get into it oh my gosh everybody we are not even three minutes into the episode and we're already talking about the topic can we just get a round of applause i mean look at us wow look at how far we've that grown. extra adderall worked we're constantly <laughs> progressing learning from growing our all of it all of that that's not to say that we might get off topic halfway through and never find our way back but who can say hey who can say um all right baby well we're talking about liver king i saw some people in the chat who are watching us live record this on twitch twitch.tv slash so good we record these live most mondays 9 15 a.m pacific time um yeah, so if you want to watch it live, that's where we do it. But I see people in chat being, honestly, people like Liver King. The people who were talking about it said, I love Liver King. So I just learned about Liver King this week, actually. Oh. Um, and he is an influencer. He's a bodybuilding, like, fit 
TikTok, like fitness influencer. He has 1.2 million followers on Instagram, 1.8 million on TikTok. Um, and it's interesting because he like has amassed those followings in less than a year. I remember reading it, but I didn't write it down. But it's like, I think he's only been on Instagram for like five months. Oh my God. Which is so interesting. Um, one second. I saw something in chat and I'm going to write it down because I want to address it at the end. Um, cause I think it's interesting perspective. Um, and it's taking everything in me not to yell. Yeah. But people's media literacy is so bad. Um, anyways, so <laughs> liver King, he is an influencer. According to his Instagram, he's a public figure. He is the CEO of the ancestral lifestyle. Wow. Right. Fancy, fancy guy. Uh, so he's an evolutionary. This is from his kind of these quotes and if it seems like it's not in my words it's because I either took it from his Instagram or TikTok bio or his about me from his website um, it says liver king is an evolutionary hunter a serial entrepreneur by nature with a singular focus to honor our ancestors um, he's married to the liver queen and he has two savage liver boys aka sons okay. <laughs> I can tell you're strapping in. <laughs> um, so I did a bunch of research and I literally have never seen a picture of this man with a shirt on. He's always shirtless, um, which is just kind of interesting, I guess. Like on his website, I was on his website here. I'll pull his website off up. I'm really tempted to look him up, but I feel like I don't want to. No, here, love... I'll show you. So okay. there's Liver King he oh. is just like really jacked he's this like super oh. shredded dude who's just doing his thing um and sharing it with the world um i am okay. gonna change it just because i feel very we i don't know why but like i don't like looking at him <laughs> he's like too muscular i guess i don't know it like makes me kind of uncomfortable um but i have a weird thing i don't like really overly muscular people make me like i i don't want to look at it it's like really i know that's kind of the opposite of what most people think probably no. i just like i'm like no, i relate you. to that honestly i it's interesting it's like i think that goes back to like the female male gaze sort of a thing and that like a lot of what's portrayed in hollywood as like the what women want are actually just like what men think women want um and it's that whole conversation about like the ryan reynolds effect have you heard this discourse no so it's this idea that men love ryan reynolds and they think he's like so hot and that he's what every woman wants and so if you asked a man like who would you like want to be let's just say because like, you're just gonna get all the ladies they all say ryan reynolds they love ryan reynolds but i have never talked to a woman never literally never who ryan reynolds is their first choice in hollywood no like all the like you can i can respect that like he's like i guess a good like a conventionally attractive dude but like he's i don't know any woman who's like off the bat like he's my type like this is the guy like i just don't it's a misunderstanding yeah. of like what women want i really dislike ryan reynolds but i think Interesting. so i'm not really a fair why do you like why do you not like him i really detest the man wait why know. though Something about him, like, drives me insane. I just think he's, like... Well, okay, I hate-watched Red Notice. Um, 
which said it's it's an excellent alex watched it and i i think i I caught like the back half because he was watching it and i like came home and was like what is this and finished it with him it so you're telling me that if i watched the full movie it 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 wasn't bad just because i only watched half of it no it's like like i well it's one of those movies where like it might be knowingly like that like I couldn't tell if they like made it to be like a funny romp or if it's supposed to be taken seriously which my my advice is like choose a lane a little bit because then I'll know how to like engage with what I'm seeing but it kind of I thought at the beginning it's supposed to be taken seriously and Ryan Reynolds is a freaking psychopath in it I like hate how he's acting he's like so he's trying to be I think it's the Deadpool thing of like he's trying to be so funny which like maybe like maybe he is in other stuff, but in this he was so annoying. He reminded me of like the annoying like Orange County finance guy who like did theater in high school. And I like really wanted to beat him up. Like I really just something really strikes a bad in me and I don't trust the man. Yeah, he does kind of strike me as like the guy at your high school who was like I don't like he was part of the popular group and he just thought he could like get away with anything because he was like good looking and he like wasn't actually that funny but he always just like cracked jokes if that makes sense yeah like he it's like honestly kind of mean-spirited but like because he's like semi-attractive but also kind of nerdy at the same time you can't like really there's like an endearing place him in one camp yeah, and so th- then I feel like he gets to get away with a lot of stuff that most other. So I I I sense that I get it, and but it's funny because I have like a really soft spot in my heart for Ryan Reynolds because Just Friends is one of my favorite movies, which is a Ryan Reynolds movie before he became like Ryan Reynolds, if that makes sense. Like it was mm-hmm. kind of he had been in other stuff for sure, but I feel like it was like you kind of only knew about Ryan Reynolds if you knew about Ryan Reynolds. It wasn't like he was like an A list yeah. big guy, big star. Like I want to say that movie even came out before him and Alanis Morissette like broke up um and so i feel like he i really likes liked him in that movie but i almost feel like deadpool kind of i don't want to say broke him for me but it's like he got so deeply pigeonholed after that even though he kind of was a little one note before that anyways but then he really started getting typecast or typecasting himself or whatever and just like really was like okay this works people love it i'm making tons of money i'm getting like a lot of street cred like i'm just gonna do this and i find it annoying now yeah um there's a sign on uh sunset like in deep hollywood that just says i hate ryan reynolds and i was gonna take a picture of it because i was like same but then i saw that it was sponsored by netflix and it's like for something they're like oh. advertising something and i was like there that <laughs> sign yeah i drove past that today sometimes it has is, good it, stuff is that what it says they, they change it all the time like it had oh. something different today Oh, okay. um, but yeah, he just kind of is always Deadpool now. But we're we're on a ta- a tangent sorry, about sorry. Ryan Reynolds. No, don't say sorry. <laughs> it, I think he's interesting though, and the reason why I brought him up was because I think that similar to Liver King, I think that there's this ideal ideology of like what people think. Like, oh, because we were talking about how we both kind of don't like looking at overly muscular, shirtless men, and I agree. I don't find it attractive at all. I know. Like, it's just not my type. I'm sure there's women that do, and you know that i'm sure i'm sure there is but it's not really i'm just kind of like 
why is there so much muscle yeah it's like what are you what happened are you okay <laughs> <laughs> right um maybe it's similar to you know how i don't know if you've seen this research but especially like us growing up since we grew up when like the like heroin heroin chic like everyone was so skinny um all the, everyone being like a lot of the famous women it was just like our current definition of skinny was like considered fat when we were growing up which is just so warped and not true at all um and they did research that like they basically had men and you know we'll set aside the whole like women being attractive for men and you know society's standards of attractiveness let's just like set that aside for a second while i talk about this uh, because i'm not going to comment on that because it will convolute understanding the study but they basically had men like circle body parts or like create the like a perfect woman based on like their preferences. Um, and they found that the woman that they would create was consistently about 20% heavier than women's like ideal body, which is just really wow. interesting, right? And so yeah. I think it's interesting because it kind of goes on both ends. I think men think that women want this super muscular man and women think that to be attractive to men you have to be like super super skinny when that's like not the case necessarily yeah so so be nice to yourself people. yeah be nice to yourself there's um, someone out there for you yeah uh but not the liver king because he's married to his liver queen he's current he is spoken for and his so. liver savages his savage that? liver boys <laughs> that's so fun I mean. <laughs> um okay so this man is like the most hardcore man i've literally ever seen like he is a walking meme um and i think that's like why he rose to to internet fame so quickly is because he really is like a walking meme to start things off we have this video from his tiktok of one of his workouts um where he's just like pressing like a huge tree branch and the caption reads you think you have to go to the gym to get a shoulder pump on come on primals oh primals are his like fans um come on primals our early ancestors didn't attract a mate by looking in the mirror they did something that made them feel badass like a winner what you need is a tree trunk um oh and then he threw it down so yeah he's just like really hardcore (laughs) and um okay his mission is to quote this is from his ebook which i did download and skim uh his mission did you pay for it no no no, it's free you just have to give him an email um so his mission is to quote revive and render mainstream the same primal patterns that progress the sole surviving species of genus homo so like the mission statement of kind of everything he does is this idea that as a society um based on like human comforts and um the evolution of technology and you know how society has tainted like our food sources etc etc which i think what i find so fascinating about this guy is that it's like he is the embodiment to me of like things aren't black and white like i don't really love his internet persona in terms of i'm just like what is this this is the broiest thing i've ever seen but like if you really break down his pillars i was very surprised because i was like oh this actually really aligns with like how i live my life Oh, which I thought was very fascinating. Um, He just takes it to this really big extreme. But so the basis of everything is that, like, we've gotten soft 
And again, there's that like broy language. We've gotten soft yeah. uh, because like we see sleep on real beds and we have like shelter and, you know, we have paved roads and just like society has evolved in a way that like we like are I'm I didn't hear him say this, but I'm just going to assume he said this before. So I'm putting words in his mouth, but that we're all quote little pussies. Like, I feel like that's just like how he thinks like he's like our ancestors would kick our ass like that kind of an attitude <laughs> which it's tough again probably. it's like i don't know right yeah. it's like not black and white because part of it i'm like yeah you're like probably right dude like a caveman would like beat the shit out of me like they had to like hunt for a living i go to the grocery store um but it is interesting because somebody in chat just said like with these cultural advances we do enjoy life and live longer than we used to when we used to die in our like third like living to be age 30 was like a big feat in the medieval days right um and so these comforts and um having more access to these nutritious foods etc cetera, etc cetera, is actually expanding our lifespan as well as like modern medicine which i think is a very fascinating um rebuttal yeah i mean i should I give a hot take now? Or give like, it. Give the hot take. Well, because I was just thinking, like, that's... I see the... I think it's interesting. I don't necessarily think it's wrong in some ways, but I feel like it's kind of not taking into consideration, like, the, like, what makes humans different than animals, which is, like, we've, like, evolved to, like, ha enjoy, like, our consciousness and, like, our emotional life. And so it's like if you're only really focusing on like the fact that yes we were animals once and like we fought to survive then like sure but like that's kind of not taking into consideration like the other parts of the human experience. Yeah. And maybe that's just me because I literally would die so fast if it was caveman days because I just love reading in my <laughs> which would get me killed so no you could know. be in like the hieroglyphic station like where you like do the cave oh yeah not hieroglyphics but like painter. doing like the cave cave paintings oh, big time. that could be like your vocation that's what i yeah i would definitely be that but i don't know i just yeah it's the same thing with the lindy guy do you remember that, yes, that episode lindy. we did an episode a while ago where i covered lindy which is can i just give a quick because yeah, i feel it. like it relates yeah. um this guy who's basically like a lifestyle influencer came up with this idea of Lindy, which is basically making lifestyle choices uh, based on how long things have been around. And I know most people are like, oh, well, like slavery was alive. It's not that. It's like, oh, like processed foods haven't been around along for that long around, sorry. Or um, like taking walks to like wind down and think about my thoughts. Like that's a good thing that people have been doing for thousands of years. Just like things that have lasted through like human lifestyles that are actually really beneficial and things that are really recent and like fads to like basically be hesitant about that. Which the more I think about, when I first read it, I was like, this guy's annoying. But now I'm like, Lindy rocks. <laughs> Well, okay. like, I think it's a really good concept. Yeah. And it's interesting because, again, kind of like confronting your own um, judgments and beliefs about yeah. this stuff is like, 
I literally went into this episode being like, I'm going to talk about Liver King. It's going to be so ridiculous. And like, we're, we're going to laugh and it's going to be really funny. And then as I dove into his philosophies, I was like, oh shit, this is actually like, I am a primal. Like this like is like adding up. Um, yeah. So we'll dive in a little bit. You probably like said, why don't you tell us about his philosophies instead of just vaguely talking about how those philosophies affected you. Um, but so everything goes back to that mission statement he wants to kind of get in get back into ancestral living um is his thing and encourage other people to do so so um he refers to himself as liver king and it was funny because in his ebook it writes like he says i'm liver king and then when he talks about himself he says the former brian johnson which is like his his actual name um and again he thinks modern life has made us soft so a quote from his ebook liver king will teach you how to build a layer of skin so impenetrable so hard wearing it mimics the raw hands and feet of a true prehistoric warrior okay um he he lives by nine ancestral tenants and this you can all find on his website or in the ebook um which are kind of the tenants that if you want to join be a primal this is how you um you do so uh so the first one is sleep uh quote we can go many months without food only a few weeks without water but only a few days without sleep before we die which is true um and so he encourages to get early morning sun exposure at the same time every day to regulate sleep and wake cycles finish your last meal three to four hours before bed and to wear blue light blocking glasses after sunset so like this was kind of the moment where when i was reading this i was like wait this guy this guy has a point like what (laughs) i wasn't expecting this uh the second pillar is to eat is eat and it says no processed foods seed oils or liquid calories incorporate whole foods liver bone marrow heart and bone soups into your primal fare to express the best version of you we are descendants of genus homo the baddest mammalian predators ever lived Okay. Uh, and so he encourages people to eat whole animals, uh, nose to tail, horn to hooves, which this is another one. I mean, I don't eat animal anymore, but um, I think it's sustainable. It's important. I think that that's good that if you are going to like first hunt, you hunt to eat. And if you're going to eat animal, you shouldn't like you don't want to be wasting parts of it. I think that's very good to encourage people to yeah. eat the whole thing and not be grossed out about like animal organs for example um so also i've like looked at chat which is really funny and someone said did he just say wear a blue blocking blue light blocking glasses at night that doesn't sound very primal (laughs) it's definitely not lindy lindy wouldn't approve Uh, let's put it that way so the next tenant is move and he encourages to walk 30 minutes first thing in the morning uh do an early afternoon walk for 30 minutes and an after dinner walk for 30 quote rain snow or shine what i found really interesting is this whole thing like just feels like really good marketing i guess because i don't know for some reason i feel like walks feel feminine to me if we had to assign something to it i feel like most people i know that go for walks it's women um and I don't actually think that guys like go for walks. Walks are so good for your mental health and they're great. But that it's like, he couldn't just instruct like, Hey, you should take like a 30 minute walk in the morning, 30 minute walk in the afternoon and 30 minute walk after dinner. He had to include like this intensity of like rain, snow or shine. We're walking boys. Our testicles are going to be swinging back and forth as we like 
caress the earth with our feet and it's just like oh my gosh like was that like no just go on a stroll and like <laughs> listen to walk. some nice music and like call your mom maybe like it's yeah. fine <laughs> like it's not that it's like not like, that interesting <laughs> um okay so move was what did we say the third tenet wait i love the idea sorry someone just said bunch of bros power walking which makes me laugh so hard i was like yeah <laughs> like they just look really unhappy and like they're like really intentional with their arm movements yeah it's so funny <laughs> and it's also i think like that gets into which we don't have to get into but like this like myth of toxic masculinity that it's like if i'm gonna walk i'm gonna walk like a man it's like we all but can't we just walk <laughs> everyone has to walk okay it's like it's like <laughs> um okay so the next tenant is shield Avoid dangers like our early ancestors. Quote, instead of running from lions, nowadays we run from seed oils, excessive Wi-Fi, EMFs, and man-made poisons. Uh, so I'm assuming that man-made poisons is like alcohol and EMFs meaning electric magnetic fields, uh, which is like what our technology radiates. Um, so he wants you to turn off Wi-Fi at night. Um, no perfume. And also says, which this was the first inkling that I got from this, that I was like, wait, this is actually really balanced thinking where he said, name of the game is progress, not perfection, which okay, yeah, is like no, so balanced fun. and it's so true. But I'm like, I'm so confused. This feels like it was written by two people. <laughs> Like well, it just my thing is that thing I like, keep being like, wait, what is like, he's saying this, like, I don't know, like, a primal way of living but it's also like he's an internet influencer like you're like you're the most modern person of all time yeah yeah well and actually it was so fascinating because when i was reading into i was reading there's quite a few articles on him actually um and that his online presence wasn't just him being like I'm going to like, I'm really passionate about this. I'm going to post online. Like he actually worked with a consulting agency to figure out the best way to like going back to the kind of that serial entrepreneur moniker that he had in his bio or has in his bio. Um, he worked with an agency to figure out the best way to put himself out online. Like he was very intentional oh, wow. about it and he sounds like a really smart guy. Are you going to get into his background? No, that's kind of the most that I found. Um, I did see mostly because like there was some articles and maybe he changed his like website around since it came out. But they said that the reason why that led him to this lifestyle, but they quoted that they found this on his website and I couldn't find it on his website. Uh, so there's that caveat. However, I did see multiple articles give this information um that him and his wife got really into this because one of his sons developed one of his savage liver boys uh developed a like severe allergies and so um like modern medicine and western medicine kind of was they were at the point that it wasn't helping them anymore and they didn't know what to do and it seemed like the allergies were maybe food related um and so they cut out like all processed food and kind of just like walked things back and his allergies like got a lot better and like his illness and stuff he was dealing with got a lot better and so i would imagine that this came as a result of just like oh they walked it back on like processed foods and then he just like kept walking it back mm -hmm. um but he also he owns like four companies good for him yeah and one of them is a supplement company 
that like kind of goes hand in hand with this and i mean we can talk about it now i didn't i didn't it actually was surprisingly difficult to find where his companies were like i didn't see on his website it wasn't like buy my supplements now or like buy this or buy that and links out to like all the other websites i had to like google like liver king supplement company and that would come up Um, i think it's called like ancestral supplements or something why are supplements the most sus thing to me? Because they're not regulated. Because <laughs> I'm just like, anytime I hear something like, oh, okay. And then like, I hear that they sell supplements. I'm like, I don't know. Just because yeah. it's. Go ahead. Just because it's. I don't know. I don't really want to get into it, but. Okay. <laughs> well, no, supplements, supplements aren't, they aren't regulated. I mean, I definitely take a lot of supplements, but um, I'm very like picky about where the where they come from and you can actually so when i was like really at the peak of my illness i was taking a ton of supplements and i got really sus about like wait a minute i'm taking all these supplements like they're probably contaminated with a bunch of shit and you can actually go on their web on websites and check like the lab reports to see what um like the contents are and like what the percentage of like toxic heavy metals and whatnot are in it um so there's way to like suss it out so that it isn't so yeah. quote-unquote dangerous um but supplements definitely are like a game that i feel like scammy people can get into and get a- away with a lot because you have to be like really really um intentional and knowledgeable in the space to kind of protect yourself totally. yeah 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 um but okay so shield he wants people to get away from seed oils excessive wi-fi emfs and man-made poisons which Oh my gosh, there's so much. I guess there's a lot to talk about with this because I think that this whole thing, and it might just be because I'm like sober curious or whatever. Like I definitely am not a huge drinker. Um, And a big thing for me is because of like the, uh, what's the word? It's just like not good for your body is kind of the like TLDR. I I definitely still drink, but you know, it's something that I'm aware of. Um, but it's been interesting because I've found that it's becoming more and more common and mainstream for, you know, those brands like Kin is one that I drink a lot or like Gia and these like non-alcoholic aperitifs um, and kind of promotion and um, commodification of like a sober curious lifestyle. Um, and so I, th- I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting because he, it seems like his audience is very like, frat boy and which you associate with alcohol and so i don't know i just thought it was really interesting that he seems to stay really true to his pillars and to not really waver to uh or cater to his audience because he is very much like you shouldn't be drinking alcohol yeah which yeah but that probably makes him successful honestly is like i feel like i mean this is a larger discussion but it seems to me that like keeping a consistent and kind of hardcore brand is like the way to like kind of get above the noise do you know what i mean even if it's controversial or like weird or wacky i feel like especially if it's controversial being hyper specific and being true to that is like the only way to really stand out which is probably why he's like famous totally totally well famous a lot god the turn off the wi-fi i thought was also really interesting because i um see like an ayurvedic medicine doctor now um and she is a licensed like md so in western medicine but also is uh fully like traditional chinese medicine doctor and sorry i 
might have just conflated Ayurvedic medicine and traditional Chinese medicine. I'm not sure the similarities, differences. Um, but she does promote a lot of Ayurvedic practices. Anyways, she I had to do this hair test a couple weeks ago and I got back this huge document. And part of it was that like I had excessive exposure to like Wi-Fi and like devices and electromagnetic Wait, stuff. how do they read that? It's nuts. They just like plucked a bunch of hair off of the like back of my neck and then put it in this little machine and then like a couple days later sent me this report that was like telling me a bunch of shit about myself. It was nuts. Is that true though? Or is that like that? Is that I believe I believe guess. that stuff. No, okay. I believe that stuff. I mean, it was more than that. It was like an excessive document. Um, but part okay. of it had that and I haven't had my appointment yet to read it with her. And I was like, this bitch is crazy if she thinks that I'm like going to step away from my computers. Like I don't. Like, I need to, like, work. Like, I just, okay, I, it like, was interesting because I felt like I had so much resistance to it. Yeah. Um. But anyways, okay, so we so far had sleep, eat, move, shield, connect, which is essentially grounding, which I don't think I've told you about, but I've definitely talked to my stream about and I'm literally doing right now. Um. <laughs> and this was the moment where I was like, oh, shit, like, this is, like, this <laughs> It's like totally aligns with my belief system. Uh, so grounding is this idea and connect where that earth has a slightly negative charge. Um, and so it provides a grounding force for our electrophysiology. Um, but because we have rubber shoes, cars, houses, elevated beds, concrete, uh, we don't come in contact with the ground as much as our ancestors did or as much as we should. Um, and so his advice is to take your shoes off and put your bare feet directly on earth and to start with 10 minutes. Um, the advice that I was given is to do 30 minutes and you want like pure earth. <laughs> you want like pure so earth. Um, so like the best case scenario is the beach or sand because that is like, there's not anything underneath it. Um, second best would be to like go to a park, but unfortunately like living in LA, a lot of times parks have concrete underneath. So even if you're sitting there and it's dirt and grass, um, there's like a layer of concrete that is kind of preventing full grounding and full like reaching to the earth. Um, and so the alternate and why I said this is what I'm doing right now is, and I'm not sponsored by this, but I have found it works so well for me. Ah! Um, there's these things called grounding mats, which uh, you can buy from this website called earthing.com. And it's essentially, well, I guess I'll just show you guys. <laughs> I wasn't, I'm like really passionate about oh it God. now because it's made such a big difference for me. Um, but look, they're having a friends and family sale. Wow. Uh, so th it is expensive. I will also say that it is expensive, which makes it seem like it's a scam, but it really has been really nice and works for me. Maybe, I don't know, you know, you can see if it works for you or not, but um, it's basically, I'm trying to find the one that I'm using right now. Oh, those are all their cables. Um, oh, maybe it's not on sale. Shop all products. Oh, I'm there right now. So it's these mats. Um, we'll just say like this. It's, it's this mat. It almost looks like a yoga mat. And um, this little thing, it comes with this prong thing this prong thing uh that you like plug into your outlet and it tells you if the outlet's grounded or not uh so if you're not able to like always get to the beach or get to the park you um it comes with this thing and you can plug it into your outlet and it doesn't 
actually like pluggable electricity like it only has something that goes into that kind of like third prong thing so you're grounded and it simulates the electra like the slightly negative charge that earth has um and so like my feet are on like an earthy mat right now and then i sleep on one of the mats oh oh so it's about like electrical charge yeah electrical charge and so it's basically That's trying really to like get back to the electro the natural like slightly negative electrical charge that earth has and give it back to your physiology and since it's not it's just like not realistic because of the way society's built that you're going to get that like quality um but it's kind of the, like you know how people are like oh touch grass or like get outside and like take your shoes off and like feel the sand or feel the dirt beneath your feet and i don't know about you but i also think i'm very like Pisces like water to me feels like so grounding and like really nice and like putting my feet in sand or putting my like being barefoot in grass I find just like really calming and um the idea is basically that that it's calming for a reason um and so go ahead this is just completely opposite of that but it makes me laugh i love the feeling of like when you're at the dentist and you are gonna get x-rays and they put the x-ray thing on you the, and so that's like the jacket love... yeah and so then i really got into weighted blankets but <laughs> that's like such an unnatural thing it's funny though because i hate weighted blankets i feel like i'm suffocating oh my god i love the shit out of weighted blankets i like, like having a lot really... of blankets maybe my blanket was too much weight then because like i like yeah. having bundled and having like multiple blankets on but i my brother had a weighted blanket that he didn't want anymore and so i was like oh i'll take it but it was like too heavy oh no i want to be crushed like i <laughs> <laughs> I literally love that thing at the dentist. When they bring it out, I'm like, let's do this thing. Like, I'll ask my like mom. Taking x-rays of my... Maybe I can... Yeah, maybe I can hook you up. I'll get you one of those vests. <laughs> can you imagine? It's your birthday present. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw somebody ask, like, for the scientific research behind it. To be completely honest with you, I have never looked fully into it because my doctor like recommended it to me and I trust my doctor um there is a um there is a uh what's it called documentary that came out around it um and so you could probably look into it but I've had multiple so I first my doctor a different doctor my acupuncturist recommended it to me and i was like okay like that sounds like it checks out but it just doesn't seem that important and so i kind of like blew it off but then when my other doctor recommended it to me i was like oh this is like actually a thing so yeah. i don't know about the science can't i don't i personally even if it's just um placebo effect i notice a difference so i'm like in it to win it but um definitely look up the science and see if there's studies yourself, uh, if that's something that is important to you. But it is shown to better sleep, improve blood pressure, anti-inflammatory protection against those electro, those pesky electromagnetic fields. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? Those EMFs. <laughs> Uh, so cold is the next tenant. Uh, it says, quote, comfort is not good for the organism. This is why the sixth ancestral tenant is get cold. Basically... Uh, they want 
it's this idea that we're built for the cold based on like our at brown adipose tissue, which is quote metabolically active for thermoregulation. And it says for those seeking a better life, start with cold and hot contrast showers for 30 seconds at a time. So that I didn't really understand. Wait, like, I agree with. Okay, but okay, but I so tell me if since you agree, maybe you'll help me understand this more. But like, are they saying that when you take a shower, it should be like you're it's 30 seconds cold and then in 30 seconds you change it to hot and then you put some shampoo in your hair and then you like change it back to cold and then you wait 30 like or is it like a cold plunge well i don't know i think it's i just do it like randomly because it feels so good i love doing a cold plunge like it's like the best feeling ever if you have never done a cold plunge people i highly recommend like if you go if you take a hot shower or something like turn on the cold for like a few seconds and even though if you're like ah it feels so good after like a second of like shock and it really like i don't know it it, there's i don't know there's probably science behind this but it just makes you feel like really aware of your body and like yeah. feel like really present it's something um, that i've always wanted to do but i've been too big of a baby you should do it i mean i do it like i did it one time at a spa like i went to a spa and they had a yeah. full plunge and i did it one time and i was so scared and then i was like obsessed and i like was just like naked in this women women only spa and like running from the jacuzzi to the cold plunge like a crazy person like i would not stop just because it feels so good well and that's actually interesting because i feel like as kids i don't know about you but i used to love doing that it's like i'd get in the jacuzzi and then jump into the pool and like kind of do the back and forth um yeah. i do in the shower like every time i shower i'll like get really hot and then at the end of the shower i'll turn it on cold for like 30 seconds and just it's kind of shocking at first and then it feels good and then you turn back the hot and then you're done oh okay maybe i'll i have to shower after this so maybe i'll i'll try my cold (laughs) try it out try it out um so the next tenant is sun uh sun for the natural production of vitamin d uh he wants you to eat bone marrow for vitamin k a midday sun for vitamin d and liver for real vitamin a um Fight is, um, let's see, our ancestors evolved fighting, hunting, protecting, struggling, persevering, and eventually winning. This is a quote, by the way. Um, And when we win, we get rewarded with a boost of dopamine and androgens. Uh, So he wants you to look for opportunities that scare the shit out of yourself. In this way, we can honor the legacy of our ancestors and our biology so that we can enjoy the spoils of the modern world and express the best version of ourselves. So this one was interesting because I feel like he, the like enjoy the spoils of the modern world kind of makes me feel like oh so like he's not saying everything's bad right no i mean obviously he can't say that because he's an internet celebrity (laughs) like that's (laughs) not allowed he had to work that in there um and then i mean go ahead no keep going final tenant So the final tenet is bond, is that we are bigger than ourselves, basically, um, and to spend focused present time with loved ones and friends, which I thought was actually very nice. Sure, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. I guess I stand by my initial hot take, which is like, we don't need to rely on our survival instincts so much anymore. That's the beauty of, of evolution. Yeah. But at the same time, it's honestly, like, 
I would almost say it's like kind of sad that like these things are just about like reminding yourself that you're alive. And it's kind of crazy that like this is a thing that we need to be reminded of like hey you should go on a walk and like spend time with people you like and like you know <laughs> like that is seen as like radical conscious. yeah it's just like wow like yeah but it makes sense because you know we're so digital focused and i i have days where like i literally don't look up for my computer for like 10 hours at a time so i get it but it's like I just feel like it's like I am living in a simulation that it's like, yeah, you guys, we should like go in the sun. It's really good for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like go for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, sure. Totally. But I think that just, it just seems it's very, it's not really surprising to me, given, especially like the past few years and like what we've gone through that like, this is sticking with people. Yeah. So those are the tenants. However, he obviously like takes those as far as or you can take them as far as not far um, as you desire. Uh, and so his actual diet is he's known for following this ancestral diet and quote caveman lifestyle, uh, which includes extreme workouts and simulated hunting, which I'm really excited to tell you about the simulated hunting. Um, and so yeah. it's basically this next level paleo diet of meat, raw animal organs, eggs, animal testicles. He eats a pound of raw liver um, and sea salt every day. Uh, a pound of sea salt well no no no. i think he just puts the oh. sea salt on his raw liver like, you're like that's, that's you bad that. <laughs> you can't so do that. that's why he's called liver king is because to him liver is king uh sure. because it has so much for you he has blended protein shakes of animal organs again raw he eats a lot of raw meat um and he sleeps on wooden planks at home in his mansion quote uh, so if you wanted to see, I actually got a video of kind of his his wooden planks. Um, he's Ew, just kind of talking about so it right creepy. now. But so it's no, like man, he literally is sleeping on. and he doesn't have a mattress. Um, so they just have these like a couple blankets on top of his wood planks. And um, he talks about basically how it it's simulating how the early ancestors would have gathered um, like leaves and different plants to lay on so that they weren't laying just on like the the ground but it's wild to me that like his wife is like in on this too i guess you'd have to be right like you'd kind of have to be somewhat on the same page or at least like very supportive yeah i was literally like oh so yeah but his wife's in on it do we know what she what, what's her deal no actually she i'm featured? not i'm not, i'm sure She's she MIA. is let's see liver okay. queen i'm sure she is yeah i feel like you're we're opening liver queen Liver King, uh, Ryan Johnson, I think is his name. Uh, oh my God, look at those pictures. <laughs> the like, uh, very, what's it called? Low res <laughs> is funny to me. Um, yeah, I actually don't think his wife is super. He's like, keep me out of this. Yeah, I don't like, think her I like face is around. Bedroom. <laughs> I don't sleep on that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they sleep on they sleep on that. Um, I actually think this might be like a grounding mat. I'm not totally sure though, which I think is funny. Um, okay, and then this is like one of his workouts where he's 
it says walks of chains. He has 120 pounds of chains on his neck. He didn't have chains neck. in the primal day, <laughs> dude. <laughs> um, and he's literally, it's literally just a video of him like walking around with the chains on him. You, he doesn't like it. Must be so uncomfortable to have that many muscles. <laughs> That's the thing about must like super buff people is like they constantly look so. They do look pretty uncomfortable. They do look pretty uncomfortable. Even though this is really controversial. I'm not saying my opinions about The Rock, but if you look at him in interviews, I watched some post-Red Notice interviews. He looks so uncomfortable. He does. Like, his clothes are so tight, and he's just, like, he can't, And like, kind of how he has to, like, close his legs. Like, <laughs> sit, and I guess just, yeah. like, orient himself. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. He doesn't look very comfy. Um, but yeah, so this guy, Brian Johnson, AKA liver King, he's the CEO and owner of four businesses. Like I mentioned earlier, and they sell supplements, protein powders, and kind of, they abide by those same core tenants and that same mission statement to, um, bring people closer to the ancestral lifestyle. Um, his workouts are an adapt, um, adaptation of the West side barbell conjugate method. Um, he encourages to work out every day, sometimes twice a day. Uh, so he does like four days of the week and his primals who are following the program do four days a week you do twice a day and then three days a week you do once a day um but so he does these simulated hunts and it's interesting because I didn't I honestly couldn't stomach going through his TikTok to find concrete evidence of this but people that I know who are fans and other articles mentioned this his simulated hunts where he will do struggle in a condensed time frame so basically do like Tabata push-ups, complete sprints, kettlebell swings, heavy carries, and just, like, do something really intense. And then he'll either fast after the hunt uh, to represent, like, it was unsuccessful and they worked really hard, but they didn't get the kill. Or after he does his his hunt workout, he'll eat um, because the, it was a successful hunt. Okay. <laughs> it's like I get like, whenever you makes you happy um and i feel like the um the general like populace that follows him they just like he has like a really devoted i feel like he has a lot of followers because people are curious people find him interesting like i i don't think i can follow him because i think he does too much like animal meat stuff for me but i feel like his philosophies i'm interested in right um and then there's another section of people who follow him that are like his devoted fans um, and just really are the primals at heart. And so there was this Barstool article about one of the guys who works at Barstool, like went to his New York meetup and was kind of recounting his experience. Um, and this was a quote from it. It says, at one point, a guy ran up to Liver King and screamed, quote, we have banned all seed oils from the house. The depression and cancers are all seed oils, which is just like. Seed oils is a big thing. Everyone's yeah. Everyone hates the seed oils. You got or seed oils. You have to stay away from it. So this was a video from uh, the oh my, this is my <laughs> the meetup. This is my biggest nightmare. Wow. Oh, they they showed my nightmare. They're doing a hundred push-ups, and it said at the end of it, like he was just tossing raw liver at people who were able to do the like as a reward. Um, so really devoted fan base. Um, and just want a community though. It's kind yeah. of beautiful. <laughs> like, no, I community is important. Lot, like going between 
yeah i can't decide um but yeah so that i mean that is liver king i we kind of talked about it throughout me explaining things but i just thought he was a really interesting um kind of example of like this i don't know like do we think like is it genuine conviction that he's going this hard or is it all just part of you know he has these businesses he obviously has a financial he gets financial gain from kind of being this circus um and also just like the idea of as a business person where is the line um i think especially with like influencer businesses granted he wasn't an influencer and then started a business it was kind of the other way around but um i feel like it's like you he has created this whole persona that is his entire life because he has such a deep conviction to his business um I don't know. I, I think it's just like really interesting, like where we are, you know, before let's just take like Mad Men, for example, giving us a lens into like the 1960s and people working in in marketing ads and advertising. And it's like they did that and then they went home. They didn't like post about it on Instagram, like tips and tricks on being the best advertiser to be like, become like an advertising influencer, right? And just kind of the lack of of clear boundaries. Um, and I think that the pandemic and work from home, um, you know, obviously there's benefits from being able to do that and still collect a paycheck, et cetera, et cetera. But just like how we live to work and work to live and just this like, it's all kind of the same thing at this point. Well, I think it's because people think we don't have a private life anymore because social media is such a part of our life that like, yeah. but that's like a myth, right? Like you can still definitely have a private life, but I think that's maybe that's like, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a anything, but I mean, I, I just feel like it's like, that's, since we have these devices and like we're told that we have to be on like everyone's watching you and like your instagram like is how you portray your life da 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 i mean i sound like a fucking millennial because i'm talking about instagram when i know that's not even the big one anymore but uh (laughs) that it's like yeah that's true and you definitely like to an extent it doesn't have to be you know it just seems like he's he's just a guy who wants even if he has a good lifestyle and he feels passionate about it for sure but like it just seems like it's like yeah it's just like capitalism like it's just a guy who's like trying to make money which like yeah yeah you know i'm not really surprised by any of this anymore because i just think because instagram i keep saying instagram because social media relies so much on giving an illusion of it being like an unfiltered version of someone's life or like that's what people look at influencers for is like, ooh, like look, look at this life that I can kind of be a voyeur on and like kind of experience that, I don't know, people have had to make it their whole life, even if it like Don could go home and it wasn't his whole life. Do you know what I mean? It's just because of this is the reason why the difference is. Yeah. I don't really think it's that different in yeah. some ways. But I mean... I think that I, I actually disagree with you. I think it's very okay. different um, because and I th- I think that it's like stemming from the same thing that I do agree that social media. I don't and, even like, know what I just phones. said. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you didn't mean it, but you said kind of the last thing you said was that like our lives really aren't that different than they were like 
I used Mad Men as an example than like Dawn going to work and then leaving mm-hmm. and like having like a clear defined boundary. Um, and I, I think they, I think it is really different because I think even if you don't, I, I well, t- two things. I think one, the life of somebody who is completely offline is, I'd imagine their experience is compl- is so, so different than the average person who is online. Mm-hmm. I think one just baseline that's so different. I think that there's like varying degrees of people who are online, but even like I think to use myself as an example, I think I'm very conscious about like what I'm consuming and I'm very self-aware. And like I find things seeping in where I'm like consciously trying to unplug more because I found that like my preferences and even the way I dress has become very um one note like I feel like everybody of a certain age bracket kind of like acts and does and has the same aspirations and the things have become so same because similar to um what's that one movie never let me go um and I don't want to say very much because you should all see that movie and I don't want to spoil it but more or less like they look to um it's like the first time that they're understanding kind of what it means to be in relationship with like a like romantic relationship and so they see this um tv show or like an advertisement and they're like oh that's how like boyfriend girlfriend acts and so like if we're boyfriend girlfriend then we act this way like we like hold hands and touch faces and kiss and i think that like growing up traditional media had such a chokehold on that and like setting those definitions and now as we're moving to you know, this accessibility of like, who is an influencer and like, oh, they set what's cool. And so you have somebody, let's just say Emma Chamberlain, who I really like actually. She has millions and millions of followers and they're mostly young women. And they say, oh, like, I remember how confused I was when I was a preteen. Like, you're like, how do I do makeup? What is cool? Like, what does a cool girl do? And you have access to somebody unfiltered And you have millions of people all looking at the same person and having accessibility to, I guess I'm kind of deconstructing my own argument. Basically what I'm saying is that I think that we're coming into this age where it's like these boxes of sameness and people are becoming unable to um, develop their own creativity or voice because it's so, there's so much comfort found in like, here's this influencer, here's the clean girl aesthetic is like really big right now. And it's like you shop at Aritzia, you like that you dress this certain way, your apartment looks this way. And it's just I find it really overwhelming and um, that that is where we're at. I guess just how is that different? It just seems like more flavors than like what they had back in the city. It seems like the same thing. I just feel like it's just been expanded upon. It's like back then, like, okay, if you were like a hippie, you would wear like flowy dresses you know it's yeah like, it's like it is the same thing it's just it's there was less categories back then no I mean the, here's the thing is I do that's what I was saying is I think it stems from the same thing but I think that we have evolved to such a place like it's like iterated I guess or grown so exponentially in my head that I, I would say that it's different hmm so, I mean, then it comes down to, like, what's your threshold of what you consider different? Like, how different do you think something needs to be to say it's different? You know, you're getting into just, like, a philosophical yeah. talk on that. Well, something that someone asked me the other day, which I thought was super interesting, this isn't 
This is just another thought experiment. To... Yeah. You know, I'm always game for like, thought experiments. Do you think that the internet is a more, like, impactful invention than, like, the printing press or, like, hmm. photography and movies? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's all building upon the same thing. I That's agree my... because I think that the um, – and I'd be interested to hear exactly what you think – but I feel like the influence of the internet is through, like, is a version of printing. Because I'm thinking, like, blogs to me feels like a version of print, right? Yeah, it doesn't really seem that different to me. <laughs> and then, like, it's more of just, like, the medium of delivery. Because, like, videos mm -hmm. and pictures on the internet are what's influencing us now and what are making such a big change. So if you didn't have that, then... So yeah, I agree. I think it build it's it's building all on itself. Yeah, I think that's that's honestly my only hot take is that we're all building upon history, and that like people that are like, this is so crazy and revolutionary. I'm like, you have no concept of history because we've just been building upon this for freaking forever. I mean, the craziest the, one of my favorite things is thinking about people first seeing themselves pictured. Like, that's must have been so crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that's why, or even, I don't know, that's why like early movies are so interesting because it's like people had never seen themselves move back. Like, that must have been, I think that's crazy on the internet. I don't know. Like, just in like a, on a psychological level. So, like, on an individual level, I think yes, but I think the internet on a, like wider societal level or even global level i think is more influential because of the connectedness that it that it offers yeah i guess it's like a it's not helpful to say like in a broad sense i feel like there's different you know but i mean but then if you bring it back to the individual wouldn't it have because okay so let's say like on a global or worldwide scale or general like general society like the internet is so influential because it offers connectedness and theoretically this is very idealistic take of the internet but theoretically you are understanding worldviews that are different than your own and you're having access to understand people who don't live in your city or that you don't have immediate access to right and so because yeah. of that global level of communication and understanding theoretically it's affecting you as an individual because you're your general society has changed as a result of that global connectedness. Yeah, but right? I, I feel like we, that's not to say though that like that didn't exist before. It's just on a bigger scale. Cause like you can read books from other places and understand people's experiences. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not like we were like in the dark about that we had like. I guess it's just, more, yeah, I guess it's more just like widespread, right? Because I feel like, um, the intention this is just like a hypothesis i guess i don't know it just feels like you'd have to be really intentional to be like i'm gonna read a book about like a woman in china's experience versus like mine in la right like i feel like and then you have to have access and like know where to find that i'm thinking like pre-internet like you really have to like that just seems hard to find right i don't know i mean 
that's what the, that's the joy of reading for me especially like older books is like you get to see that it's all the fucking same <laughs> like everyone's dealing with the same i would say emotionally emotionally and like psychology wise like we were all we all have kind of the same things that we're constantly grappling with and it's really fun to read books from like 300 years ago where you're like oh that person's dealing with the same thing i am yeah and maybe maybe the circumstances are different but ultimately everyone wants to like feel loved and feel like they have a purpose (laughs) that's actually interesting so like okay i'm like because i agree with that and so i guess i'm walking it back that like then maybe the internet isn't all that profound in the sense of connectedness because at its core we're all the same so it really isn't making that much of a difference on like a deeper layer i don't know yeah i just think i think the like the access is really the biggest thing is just yeah. like the prevalence of like having that much access is really crazy but i'm not sure on like a evolutionary level if it's that different for us you know yeah yeah when the printing press came out all hell broke loose (laughs) because you could start like you know travel like your ideas could move beyond you you know people i don't know well i guess your ideas in this case can move beyond you at like a quicker sense so how yeah like how big of a deal it is is it that the time is uh what's called expedited yeah i think it has that's the huge change too, like the immediacy of everything but yeah i just i think that at a certain level it's like you can't comprehend you can kind of com- comprehend the same amount of information we just have you know what i mean it's not like our brains have expanded that much more than like they were like 50 years ago well i don't think that the brain expansion is the interesting thing i think it's more the opposite that it's like how dumb are we now or how (laughs) like that it's like information overload and like totally i don't know um... how to spell fucking anything (laughs) like i don't know how to because i just and when you spell something so incorrectly that like the word correct the autocorrect doesn't know what the word is and then i have to go into google because google's autocorrect is better and so then i have to like copy and paste what i was trying to spell and see what it autocorrects to the goddamn word nauseating i will never learn how to spell it (laughs) i don't know what the letters are after n and it's (laughs) i'm constantly battling my phone because i'm constantly nauseous so i constantly have to be texting about isn't it na right yeah it's very confusing and yeah oh that guy got it congrats post woke you probably looked it up n-a-u-s-e nah seating nah seating yeah i don't know uh it's the internet man (laughs) the internet man well liver king launched us into this philosophical conversation i just feel like he's i don't know he's do you think it's genuine or not do you like do you think like i don't know if it matters do you think it matters i don't know that's i guess my thing i'm like sure okay like you know i don't know i don't don't, think it matters i don't think it matters but i don't think anything matters like I don't know. I think that it, you could make that argument for literally anything. Sorry, like can't get comfortable. Nothing matters. I mean, he's not promoting anything super bad necessarily. So I'm like, okay, sure. 
So I, I, in that way, I don't really care if it's fake or real. But I'm not asking you if you care, Katie. I'm asking if you think it's if it's fake or real. Oh, I don't care. I, I don't care if you care. I care if I just want to know if I you think, think it's, it's genuine or not. I think there's no way to know. In at in this... answer the question, woman. <laughs> That's my answer. I I think it's it's not one or the other. <laughs> okay, so Kate's not playing along, so I will give my answer, which is that okay. I do think it's genuine. Okay, yeah. Like that he really works out and like hunts and does all that. No, I think of course I don't think he's fake. I don't think there's any indication whether or not he's fake. I guess I'm, I'm saying what the question is the question is, do you think it's coming from a real authentic? Like, do you think he's doing it because he wants to be famous on the internet or because he wants to sell lots of supplements or X, Y, Z? Like, do you think that this extreme version of his philosophy is a facade basically um, for like personal gain, et cetera, et cetera? Or do you think that it's he's doing this because he truly loves and believes this lifestyle and is like, I no. want to connect with my ancestral people. I feel like I don't know enough about him to make that call. I only know what you've told me. I need to like study his facial expression. You're taking this like... too seriously. I just, it's a yes or no question. <laughs> um, I think he's you don't have to answer it. okay I was gonna say I was gonna let you off the hook you were so close to getting me to I think he's probably let you off because it. he got an agency to help him. so so it's not that, authentic okay I just feel like that a little bit but I, again to walk back on that a, t a little bit it's like I'm not sure if that matters because he has to do so much to like maintain that that like it probably is genuine to a certain as genuine as it is fake because it's like that dude's body is a crazy like the level you know? of commitment um yeah okay okay i i appreciate you playing my game even he definitely wants money i just That's forced for sure. you into it yeah but he did, uh, do you think he has nice things Probably. He probably does not sleep on that <laughs> He just I'm has, like, an that. extra room that's, I'm like, sorry, his liver like, room. Even in the, like, medieval times, like, serfs were putting up hay because they're like, I don't want to fucking lay on a goddamn plank. Like, I need it to be... You know what I mean? Like, he definitely has his own bed. Like, because my thing is, I just think all... Like, if he really was primal, why is he on TikTok? You know what I mean? It's like, come on. So, but like, that's fine. But sure. are you like, primal if nobody sees you being primal? It's like the tree thing. Like if a tree falls yeah, in the... That's like the point of it, right? <laughs> is to be like... Because if we were really in the primal mindset, like he's really not camouflaging himself very well. And so I, as his predator, could look him up. I know he sleeps on that wooden board. I could get in there. I can, like, he's not helping his Wait, survival. Get in there like you're going to, like, kill him while you're sitting. Like, you're going to hide yourself, in, embed yourself into his wooden planks and then, like, Absolutely. give him the one-two while he's dying, like, while he's sleeping. Well, like, what's the point of the primal lifestyle if not survival, right? So it's like, all right, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I inadvertently just challenged Kate to take on the liver king. That was not my intention at all. I'll see how primal you yeah. are. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Um, okay, y'all. Well, um, the last thing that I will say is somebody in chat said he lives in a $10 million mansion. I'm not going to look it up. Take that information for what you will. Don't know if it's true. Completely fake. But that is interesting. That's supplement money. Um, that's supplement money, baby. I, supplement does feel very MLM to me. So I'm with oh, you on time. that. I was around a lot of supplement MLMs growing up. I feel oh, there like. were supplement MLMs? I guess it is primed for that. Yeah. Uh, Frank's whole family is really into it. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Like, really into it. It's still to this day, too. Oh, kind of crazy. wow. Yeah. Wow. How are MLMs? I we should have we done that as a topic? I feel like we've definitely no. touched it and talked about trying to do because I don't understand how it's different than a pyramid scheme and I don't understand how they're still allowed. I know that there's like a small nuanced difference that yeah. will land you. We in should jail do that actually because I'm upset. There's this girl that I know tangentially who's involved in one uh-huh and i am obsessed with her instagram to the point where i've actually had to mute her because i love it too much because it's so you know that thing on the office when that amazing cold open when like michael's like so you get three guys and then they get two guys and then there's the guy up top and then jim draws the triangle around yeah, it yeah she had like an instagram live where she explained how she, you can make a thousand dollars in a month if you join her company and literally did the same thing, which is like, okay, well, you bring in two people, and then they bring in three people, and I literally screenshotted it and sent it to my sister with me going up, doing a pyramid on the screen. That's <laughs> we amazing. should do that. That's a good topic. Yeah, I wrote it down. I'll do it um, okay. next time I present. I'll do that one because that I I find okay. it so fascinating. And like, did you watch the yeah. Lula Rowe documentary? No, but I really wanted to. Was it's, it good? I wouldn't say it's particularly well done. Like, it's not, I wouldn't say it's a good documentary, but it's very interesting. But, like, the, I feel like the subject matter is so interesting that, like, I was yeah. re- willing to overlook. Yeah. Um, it's on Amazon Prime if people are interested. Cool. And sorry if you're the documentary maker and you just heard me say that. Better luck next Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, y'all. Uh, thanks so much for listening, watching. Remember, we record these live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash SidSoGood uh, uh, most Mondays, 9.15 a.m. Pacific time. Um, they drop the VOD and audio drops every Friday. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next. See you next week, y'all. Bye. Bye.